Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13, the NIV. For it is God who works in you to will and to act to fulfill his good purpose. Let's see what the Amplified Bible says. For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work, that is, strengthening and energizing and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. I believe this scripture is referring to three groups of people. Number one, those who are weak. Number two, those who are proud. Number three, those who are struggling to follow Christ. Let's look at each category intently. The first group of people, the weak. These are those who find it difficult to sustain their relationship with Christ. They keep falling back to their previous ways of life and can't simply follow the ways of God. They also think they're not qualified to be called children of God because they've fallen too many times. Bible says, let those who are weak say they're strong. Why? Not because they've become suddenly schizophrenic, but because they shift focus off their weakness and rely on the strength of Christ. The Apostle Paul said we can do all things through the help of Christ. If we depend on ourselves, we are limited by our weaknesses. But when we cast our weaknesses upon him, he exchanges it for strength. Paul again speaking said he would rather boast in his weaknesses because it is then the power of Christ is made manifest. If you find that you're in this category of the weak, don't give up. Just invite Christ into your situation and ask him to turn your weaknesses to strength. It is him that causes us to will and to do, not of our volition, such that there is no discrimination. Even the so-called weak ones can do what the mighty can do because Christ is walking through them all. Now the second category are those who are strong. These have much zeal and enthusiasm to do much for the Lord. They can pray for hours and study God's word at length such that they take pride in their ability to do these things, thinking it is by their strength. God is speaking to anyone in this category today that he is the one who has given you the ability to do what you're currently doing. Paul, speaking in 1 Corinthians, said to some in the church, For who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Everything we have is from God. There's absolutely nothing we have of ourselves. We came into this world empty and shall return empty. With this in mind, we ought to approach life in a simple way, knowing that God is the owner of all things and we're just stewards. So if God has committed wealth to your care, be prudent. If he's giving you strength, don't despise the weak. 
We are all members of the same body, and although we have different functions, we all make up one whole body. The thickness of the skin on the face is different to that on the soles of our feet. It's all skin on the same body, but different functions. One bears the weight of the whole body and was designed to be tough, while the other isn't, but together they function for a common goal. The third and final group of people are those who are struggling with the idea of being followers of Christ. If indeed you want to follow Jesus but are struggling with many things, ask God to help you and you will find that the decision-making process becomes easier than you thought. Bible says no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. For it is God who walks in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good pleasure. God has a good purpose and so long as we rely on him, he will continually help us to have the desire to implement tasks which are geared towards the fulfillment of his divine agenda. What are some of the good purposes of God? Number one, that people are saved and come to know him through Christ Jesus. Number two, that his kingdom is established in every nook and cranny. Number three, that people are healed and delivered from the oppression of the enemy. Number four, his good purpose is that you have joy everlasting. Number five, one way to know what's not his good purpose is that it will not align with his word. Dear friends, for it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work that is strengthening and energizing and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. Let's look at three life lessons we can learn from today's verse. Number one, God is there to help the weak if they will call on him. Number two, God gives strength to the strong, so glorifying in their strength is not wise. Number three, but not the least, God's good pleasure is in his word. Whatever doesn't align is out of place. Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for it is you who are our help. You help us when we're weak and you make us strong. Help us to recognize you at different stages of life. When we are without strength or when we are at the peak of strength. Help us to have the consciousness that everything we have has come from you. And help us not to focus on what we have, but to focus on the giver of life and strength. Help us to fulfill your good pleasure on earth and give you glory all our days. Thank you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We will see you tomorrow by God's grace. God bless you and bye-bye.